only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself and we're live question mark it's a shame we didn't get that yawn in i know i am exhausted (laughs) on the recording uh what what's what's causing the exhaustion uh namely work Mm-hmm. But also, just because it's uh, work, something special in and of itself. But uh, it's just pretty steady pace, <clears throat> and uh, I'm dealing with these kidney stones, and the kids are sick. Still, so they're not. Yeah, they're they're just trading back and forth, so they're not. Uh, no, sleeping the very kidney well. stones, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it could take over a month to pass. What? Yeah. So it the. There's I haven't dealt with uh, significant amounts of pain in like three or four days, so okay. I'm taking that as a good sign. And if it comes back and it gets worse, I'll uh, I'll go into the hospital and be like, do the thing with the tools to make it go fast. They have to blast, yeah. blast them. Yeah, is that I want to go to the hospital and get blasted. <laughs> That's uh, it's definitely not the place. You know what I'm saying? To get blasted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a different way of doing things. It might not be like what you think. Head. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I feel like it's like they use like an ultrasound or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I've heard yeah. I've heard this is the That's the technique. Woo. Yeah. But Olivia Olivia was up screaming at three AM last night. Whoa. And uh Why? just not screaming, yelling. She was just fussy. And uh, when I got back to bed, I just could not get to sleep. So I've essentially been up since three. Yeah. That's the main reason I'm tired right now. Good times. Good times. Good times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How were uh, How are you doing? Big news this week for the Hamiltons. We. <laughs> yes. We the Hamiltons. That's a um, joke at my sister. She y- ever. Uh, yes. She does listen to the podcast, so when she gets to this episode, eventually we can, yeah. I'll, uh, I have a, a nod to our listeners uh, after this, but uh, Anson mm. is a, a jet setter. He's um, down home, I think they call it. Down home? It's kind of like up. It is technically up. Up and over. Like if we're going to talk geographically yeah it's mm-hmm. it's up um the plane also yeah. goes up uh, it goes back down uh so it i does. don't know if we yeah. if we base it off that but um, but like like latitudinally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly is it not more north than where we are now it is it is yeah yeah mm. they call it down home 
down home? Yeah, the Newfies say all kinds Back of weird home. crap. Yo, they Back have so home? many. They have so many expressions, um, and they all f- seem to find each other, regardless of where they go. You know, I was just talking about uh, talking about that at work today. There's a few of them, and they were like making a list of <laughs> everyone at work who's Newfie. And they, you're absolutely right. They just know who they are. Yeah, they can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like they can smell the sea salt off them. Something. There's somebody. I can't remember where Wayne was, but. Oh, he went to Mary Brown's. Ah, And Mary classic. Brown's is from down home. So, mm. um, yeah, he went in, he got, this was a while ago, but he went in and, and like picked up supper or whatever for everybody. And um, the woman at the back heard him placing his order. <laughs> and uh, she goes, where are you from? And they like knew right away. I think he said paradise because that's technically where he's. It's like just outside of St. John's, and uh, it's not just he's got a good attitude and he's happy to yeah. be wherever he is. And there's actually a place named Paradise. Oh, I'm from Paradise. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then he said you, and then she she told him where she was from. And anyways, she spoiled us and gave us like. It was like a nine-piece meal. She gave us, I think, 12 Ooh. pieces. And, like, oh. she gave us the really good stuff. Like You got to support the home team. Yeah, yeah. She was very she was very nice. And uh, I guess the, the person at the cash was new. And uh, she was, like, having a bit of a hard time because he'd asked for something in lieu of something else. And the lady in the back was like, just, just ring him through. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, she certainly did. So, thank you to I that. I didn't know. Woman. Yeah, I didn't know going off menu at Popeyes was <laughs> such a difficult thing. Essentially, yeah, it is. It's essentially Popeyes, but like for the East Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, Mary Brown's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pardon me. No, it, it. I mean, same, same. It's just same, not same. southern. Um, yeah, Anson is traveling, and I. And, like, I I know we talked about this before, and, like, I still am so excited for him, but I experienced one of these, like, first moments as a parent where I was like, I'm going to be without him for a week, and I'm really going to miss him, and I, when we dropped them off at the airport, she was a little bit weary about, like, traveling with a toddler who's not her kid so like from a security perspective just like right. not wanting to alert any red flags <laughs> or um what do they call it the um amber alert um, yeah and then also i mean you know how it is you go you check in you get your tags blah 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 and so i kind of i went in so that i could occupy anson while she got all that stuff done and so that she was right like, gave her a little de-stressor and Mm. it also gave me a few extra minutes with him which was really nice which is always nice yeah Yeah. and i kind of like talked and walked him through what was happening i was like okay so nanny's at the kiosk and she has to print i'm sure he understood all of that no but i mean no i yeah that was sarcasm he definitely didn't (laughs) yeah but then but then oh the the kiosk okay right okay (laughs) i'm sorry i'm being a dick (laughs) No, but then we put the luggage on the uh, the bag, the conveyor mm-hmm. belt. It's a very DIY setup now. Um, 
So she puts her <laughs> luggage on. And you I put your like, own shit in the bag. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, so Nanny's bag is going to go on the plane. It's going to go on this conveyor belt. I said, do you remember in Toy Story? Because in Toy Story, there's the luggage situation, whatever. In the third, third, second, oh, second movie. Um, anyways. And then he was kind of just like awestruck by everything. Because it's also new. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. He he has Very been yeah he has been on a plane before but like he was six months old so <laughs> yeah probably doesn't remember much yeah and Cheryl fully uh, recognizes that he's not going to remember this either but um, it's for her and mm-hmm. and him to ex- have this experience together but yeah so uh, the flights went super well he passed out ten minutes before Halifax and then they had a uh, short layover it was like 30 minutes and then they were on a plane to gander and it was a like a prop plane oh yeah a loud one a loud one he slept like almost oh, the entire him. time she said and he slept through the landing and i was like oh wow he's definitely jordan's kid because I, <laughs> I was just thinking i would not and jordan has slept through so many landings and i'm just like we're here he's like <gasps> oh okay and i'm like how did you sleep like it's so loud there's so much kerfuffle everybody's putting shit away you hear all the the plane stewardesses stewardess stewardess stewards stewards Stewards? um flight attendants flight attendants um just like rummaging around asking for garbage are you wearing your seat belt we will be landing like i could never sleep through that but yeah, we are two very different sleepers. So no kidding. That's part of it. No kidding. But yeah. And then uh, amidst Anson being away, we will be getting the keys to our house on Friday, which is pretty. That's so exciting. Exciting. Yeah. 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 A little uh, a little overwhelming, too, I imagine. There's a lot on your guys's plate these days, <sighs> but it's definitely exciting to move forward. Yeah. I feel like we've been in a bit of a limbo. So. Mm-hmm. I agree. You never feel comfortable when you're not in your own house. This is it. Yeah. We're... Like, and I know you guys don't feel uncomfortable there, but you're still not You're still not at your own home. Yeah. It's not our space. We're still mm-hmm. in someone else's space. So... Yeah. Yeah. But keeping all that in mind, it's it's going pretty well. It's been funny, though. Like, we went to the, the lawyers today to close. Well, not close, but, like, have our final meeting together and whatnot. And... Uh, She's like, these figures are not correct. <laughs> and we laughed and we were like, yeah, I guess the the selling side of things is a little bit disorganized. <laughs> so nice, to say the least. Yeah. So like we've uh, we've essentially just like overpaid what we're expecting based on figures that were provided to us like taxes from i like i won't get into the whole selling a house legal shit thing but um they there's like your land transfer tax there's like your annual tax if that's been paid by the previous owner then we owe the money blah 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 anyway so those all those figures are like a little bit 
off there was one figure that said zero dollars <laughs> and we're like no uh, no problems there yeah that doesn't look right anyway so they they told us that was the exact number yeah so um yeah we like slightly overpaid and she's like we'll just like pay you back either direct deposit or send you a check for whatever amount <coughs> it is that we've overpaid and she's like it'll it all works out yeah, in the wash this like, is just lawyer stuff yeah she's like this this uh this money gets held in trust so they're like the middleman that like hangs on yeah. to your money to make sure that nothing happens to it basically yeah they don't they don't run away yeah 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 so um i was like yeah no we trust you it's fine it's just it's funny and she's like i know i know this lawyer and they're normally very organized it's very strange and i was like she happens you know so yeah anyways. just fix it that's what we're paying you for yeah yeah but uh, yeah what uh did you have anything on the docket i do have a few items oh would love to hear that so, so number one i got yelled at by one of our listeners <gasps> Maddie, how are you? Maddie O'Neill. Maddie O'Neill. Oh. Uh, she she actually reached out on my um, my personal Instagram. Okay. Uh oh. And she she had some thoughts. <laughs> it started with <laughs> "Listen here," so I was immediately in trouble. Okay. And I understood this right away. Okay. Uh, so I listened very closely to okay, what Maddie wait, wait, had wait, to wait. say. Okay. Wait. Wait. I I just want to point out that's such a valley thing. Like to to, say, to command attention by saying "listen here." Yeah, that's yeah. yes. It was us. I I mean I think she's pretty sure she's younger than me, but I felt the authority immediately. Aren't you guys all uh, the same by, age? By this. I don't think so. I think she's a, she I think she's a year French younger school. than me. I don't know. Je ne sais pas. I'm pretty sure you guys are the same age. Maddie, well, please you know confirm. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm gonna do it on the We Made It Instagram, not my personal one, so I feel less attacked. Okay. Um, so she said a lot of Harry Potter, so this is about the, the, um, the Harry Potter stuff we were talking about in one of the previous episodes. Yes. Um, we were talking about the train situation. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. So for, for, for the listeners, why say if Hogwarts is in Scotland, why people from Scotland have to go to London to get on the train, to take the train back to fucking Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also the port key. Yeah. Do we talk about the port key? Yeah. We talked about the option of doing a port key. Yeah. Why did they have to do a port key? Why did they set up this huge, big tournament? Why didn't he just make any object in the school a port key? Right. Along the right. way, why did he wait until... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she she writes... Maddie has answers. Okay. Every time loopholes are brought up, J.K. Rowling makes up lore to cover her ass, which is fantastic. What? Sorry. Can you describe lore? Lore, L-O-R-E, yeah. like uh, additional fantasy, additional oh, okay. Okay. fiction, additional story. Okay. Uh, the acceptable trophy port key theory. So this is her response to why they had to use the trophy as the port okay. key. Voldemort is still afraid of Dumbledore while he is on the rise and doesn't want to draw attention to things. Harry dying during a dangerous tournament looks less suspicious than him disappearing in thin air from school amidst rumors of Voldemort's return. 
The longer Voldemort being back was kept secret, the more time he had to build his little army and covertly take things over. Um, I, I buy that big time. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to. He's still very weak. He's still very fragile. He's still unsure of who his actual allies. Uh, loyal and allies, his loyalties and allies are. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah, I buy that. It, you, you can't just have students going missing. Otherwise, everyone at Hogwarts gets woken up with an Amber Alert in the middle of the night. And everyone's looking for Harry Potter. Yeah. And, and then, the, you know, it, it all worked out in the end anyway that people, well, a lot of people were aware that Voldemort had returned. Mm -hmm. But people still didn't believe Harry. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the other thing she writes is that this isn't confirmed, but it's hypothesized that port keys like apparition aren't allowed at Hogwarts. Okay. So other than Dumbledore who can apparate and disapparate in and out of Hogwarts, because mm -hmm. port keys, yeah, he's the, he's Headmaster, the OG. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I then suppose, the same so that's a protective yeah. measure, I'm assuming. Yeah, because I guess, like, little assholes could turn their fucking pencil into a port key and, like, transport their friends to the middle of buttfuck nowhere in the middle of an exam <laughs> Yeah. when they loan them a pencil or something, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Dumbledore is a wizard god who does as he damn well pleases and made the trophy a port key to bring the winner, quote-unquote, back to the start of the maze to celebrate their victory. Then because Dumbledore made the trophy available to be a portkey in Hogwarts, Barty Jr. tampered with it and changed the destination. So that, that all lines up. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with that explanation, Maddie. I, I appreciate you taking the time to reach out and, and explain that to us. I agree. Uh, I'm, yeah. Um, she, she, she finishes off with a thought about she can't wait to show Finn Harry Potter, her daughter. Yes. But, but she's also terrified that she won't love it as much as Maddie does. Oh, I see. No, that's a very, you think? That's a yeah. very legitimate thing. I think it's... It's almost something that is best for them to discover on their own. Yeah, because if you kind of try to foist it upon them, they might not have the same interest in it. But if they discover it on their own... Like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, yeah, well, I'm a super nerd. Get ready for this. <laughs> Did you know? Um, yeah, just and I, I don't say this in a way that's like, don't show them. Um, so it's just like leave your Harry Potter shit lying around and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Play, play the movies casually. You know, oh, stumbled upon this. There was, uh, I might have talked about this before, but like there was a night where it was playing on TV and it was like just before Anson's bedtime and he got, he wanted to watch the dragons cause it, they, ah, yes. they were fighting the dragons. Anyways, he ended up having nightmares, which was like expected cause I'm watching it. And I was like, <laughs> Anson, just so you know, like this, is, this isn't real. Okay. It's not real. It's, it's, uh, anyways, I can't remember. I don't how think I kids at that age know what real and not real is. Right. It's hard. Yeah. Cause like, William was watching, um, we had to take YouTube off the smart TV. Okay. Because he would just find, like, kid shows, which is fine, but they're all animated, and there's, like, sp like he's into the spooky Halloween stuff now. Okay. But we were pretty sure it was giving Olivia nightmares. Oh. Yeah, she'd wake up screaming and pointing at shit that wasn't there. It was wild. And she's like, it's um, a ghost. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, like, their their little minds can't process the way that an older kid can, for example. Like, if you were even, like, seven, eight, nine, you start understanding, I think, or grasping that it's what reality is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, wait, wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, sorry, done, sorry, 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 sorry. I just... So... I went on a bit of a a little bit of a tangent, and I found a few more Harry Potter conspiracy theories that I thought were fun to share. Love it. Okay. But there's there's one that's really intriguing. Um, uh, two really, and one is that the Dementors can sniff out Harry's extra soul because part of him is Voldemort. Right. Okay. He is one of the Horcruxes, so that's why they're able to find him so easily. He is. And it's a it says it's essentially a, a a deal for the Dementors. They get two for the price of one, huh. so that's why they're they're able to find him so fast. I see, because yeah, they're always on hot um, on his tail. Yeah. yeah, and another one is that Harry Potter is immortal. Uh, this is a theory you believe, or this is one you found? This is one I found. Okay. So there's everyone re- recalls the. The prophecy, mm-hmm. where what was her name? Professor Trelawney states that uh, right. either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. Okay. So the on the face of it, it's Harry has to kill Voldemort, mm-hmm. or Voldemort has to kill Car- Harry, kill Harry. Um, but the deeper meaning could be that. They're also the only people that can kill each other. Because of this immortality thing. Either must die at the hand of the other. Mm. Now, I think it's a bit far. Yeah, it's a bit far-fetched. But because Harry killed Voldemort, there's no one who can kill Harry. So he's going to... It says, by killing Voldemort, Harry now cannot die and is destined to live an immortal life, never seeing his departed family and friends ever again. Huh. Sad face. Sad. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty dark. That's interesting, and I hadn't considered that ever before. Neither did I. I think it's a little, um, well, I think it's very far-fetched. but It's, it's almost it's too fantastical in the purpose of the story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but there was one I sent to you, and I, I'm sorry if we talked about this one already, but they were saying that Harry is a Horcrux, and that's why the Dursleys get Oh, increased. we're so mean to him all the time. Yeah, yeah, are so mean to him. It was the same like, as Ron wearing the locket. Yes, and get increasingly uh, aggressive as years go on yeah. because they're exposed to him for such a long time. Harry is a very toxic person. So toxic. So toxic. <laughs> yeah. Some people say that's how Brittany came up with the idea for the song. Ooh. Magical. Yeah, I'm starting that conspiracy theory Cause, today. Because she also lives in a fantastical world. Yeah, hashtag. Oh, you know what I thought was wild is that Netflix already has a documentary out about her. It came out a while back. Did it? Yeah, I watched it a while ago. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw it on my, uh, hey, check this out. I was, uh, it's uh, the Free Britney movement, uh, which which helped it gain a lot of traction. Like, it came out, I want to say, this spring or maybe early summer. 
Um, and she has since, her father has since stepped down from the conservatorship and she is essentially going to be free. So there, I don't know if anybody's crediting the documentary, but it certainly brought a lot of this to light. Yeah. 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 Um, this is an interesting connection. Okay. But speaking of batshit crazy women. Okay. You sent me a TikTok that blew my mind. And I thought it was, I thought it was fake. For, for, like, I didn't think it was real. I thought it was just something that someone was making up to make a video on TikTok. Which but one? it was about these, these Ray Dunn girls. Oh, the Ray Dunn people. Oh my God, it's so funny. I stopped in at Winners today and I saw some Ray Dunn shit. And I was like trying to scope out <laughs> if there were women like lurking in the shadows. So... Ray Dunn, I learned, is... No, it's Britney versus Spears. It's a new... It's oh. a new documentary. Yeah. Oh. So I'm assuming it's all of... It says, uh, journalists, whatever, investigate Britney Spears' fight for freedom by way of exclusive interviews and confidential evidence. Exclusive anyway. interviews with who, though? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, like, I'll have to watch it. Close friends. Yeah. I guess I'll have to watch yeah. it. Um, yeah. Well... Ray Dunn. But so, yeah. so Ray Dunn, I didn't know this. I thought Ray Dunn was like someone's name. Mm. Like the person who started being crazy at stores was named Ray Dunn. Mm. Okay. But R- Ray Dunn is a pottery brand. It's like Kate Spade. Yes. But it's just pottery crap. Yeah. And people at these stores will buy it like their Supreme products and then resell it online. Yeah. So these poor, these poor workers at the stores that sell Ray Dunn have to deal with these fucking lunatics. Mm-hmm. Who are like demanding to see product, demanding to see inventory sheets, demanding to speak to managers, saying that the employees are keeping these products for themselves yeah. so that they can resell them online. Yeah. Yeah. When in fact, these people that are causing a fuss, they don't want it for their home. They want it so they can resell on their shitty Etsy store. Yeah. It's friggin' crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was really a thing. And I've heard about it a number of times now on TikTok, but she like really broke it down, like what it, what it's all about. And uh, there's like, it's these ceramic mugs, for example, that like say hashtag blessed or whatever. Like it's all the very, there's a word for it now. Kitschy. No. Crap. Trendy. Chuggy. Chuggy. Have you heard Chuggy? I, I don't know, it sounds a little, I don't know why, but it feels like it's an in, inappropriate word. Chuggy. Okay. I'm going to. I gotta look up Chuggy here. Okay. You look up Chuggy and. I don't know how to fucking spell it though. C-H-E-U-G-Y. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes right up. <laughs> oh, it's a slang adjective mocking someone or something is uncool. Mm-hmm. Are, so I am now Chuggy for not understanding not for the value of Ray No, Dunn. not for not understanding. If you I think if you purchase items oh. that are Ray done, you are choosing. It says they are out of touch with current trends or trying too hard to be trendy. Yeah, and they use very uh, in in the few examples that I've heard, they use very specific uh aesthetic aesthetic examples. It's from 2013. But it hasn't really been used until now because it now describes trends that were popular like 
right. 8 to 15 years ago which would have been I guess around 2013 um and like references all those aesthetic trends and those things are considered chuggy and it will continue yeah, to change yeah. as time goes on because things now in 10 years will not be popular so they'll become chuggy yeah like like jnco jeans yes and like chevron they'd be, they'd be, patterns or like um fabric echo unlimited and yeah oh you know baby fat you remember that one fat farm yes fat farm that was crazy uh i also learned yes. sorry while we're on the 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 thing of trends um people don't know what apple bottom jeans are so I don't know if that's a brand. It is. We're just talking about what a girl's ass looks like in jeans. No, so it's a brand it, it that was modeled off that uh, concept. concept. Yeah. So they were like the first jeans made for curvy girls that like went big. And mm. um, like was popularized by a lot of like hip hop artists and things like that. Um, but yeah. It was like finally jeans for women who aren't I don't know who are more curvy, we'll say. So it was like yeah, specifically like made for the big jeans and they're making a resurgence or like the high waisted ones, which yeah. don't lend themselves to everyone. Curvier people, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mom jeans. Mom they jeans. Call them mom jeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mom jeans. I think it's like the concept is their mom jeans because you tuck in your pooch, you know? Your pooch where you keep your extra cookies? Yeah. 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 That. I've been growing one myself. <laughs> A beer pooch? No, cookie pooch. I just crushed Oreos. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I thought you left Oreos last time we were here, and Cass like, no, I bought those. Yeah, no. And, uh, I don't think I provided no. any substance uh, on my last visit. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. I came empty-handed. So, yeah, it's all good. It's, uh, you brought Anson, you brought yourself. That's all we needed. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. It was a good time. Yeah. Well, for you guys, I did not enjoy myself. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> You were away. I was, yeah. I had to go just check the local services, see how they were doing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Ray done. I don't know how. I don't know if this is like a sort of people realizing like just trying to take advantage of market trends and 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 make money and you know become like a a boss lady mm -hmm. or a, a boss babe or whatever they're called mm -hmm. and start their own business and shit um but like i couldn't imagine being so impossibly dedicated to this product <laughs> that i would spend eight hours in a store yeah. waiting for these people who are probably not paid super duper well no probably minimum to have to wage deal jobs. with my impatient ass and like oh my god mm -mm. i would i would happily lose those customers right it, yeah um if i was the manager or like the store owner i would i would get a hose and i would spray them down like feral cats yeah start start mandating like a one hour max policy once per day type of thing like I don't know. Not even. You're banned from the fucking store. Go buy your shit everywhere else. Like, yeah. I'm not dealing with you. And I'm not making my employees deal with you. Oh, you're going to lose my business. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. You're not the reason <laughs> why this store is standing. Mm -hmm. 
and that's it's very true it's very true and i would i would guess that a lot of the stores when their inventory comes in and they see ray dunn stuff they're just like i don't want it like they stop ordering yeah. it send it back right? this isn't selling yeah you don't need it or or like accidentally drop it all yeah oh whole palette of ray dunn gone what happened? We got in a fight over the Ray Dunn. Go figure. Some lady went wild. She Tasmanian <coughs> deviled all over the oh, Ray yeah. Dunn display. But honestly, it um, having worked in retail in the past, um, there there were a number of times where my manager would straight up just tell like people get so upset they're like, "I'm not coming back here," and she's like, "Okay." cool oh no like please if this come is, spend your 50 dollars yeah like if this is the kind of um behavior that you're going to subject us to <laughs> every single time you come here okay yeah not worth yeah. it yeah she's like we have we All have a lot of wonderful be, customers yeah. who treat mm-hmm. us very nicely and respectfully they, and uh you're not one of them and, so yeah Thank you, next. And it's always people that, like, you've seen once before, maybe, but, yeah. like, don't shop at your store and then get so mad. They feel super entitled out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's like... Like, what have you contributed to anything? You do you even shop here? Like, yeah. I, I, no you're probably You probably don't even live here. You Googled where this shit is sold. Probably. And you're just doing the circuit, trying to stock your store. Yeah. I do like, oh, man. I do feel for retail workers because they don't get paid and a honestly, lot. Like no. their work, their work isn't hard, but they're mistreated, like <clears throat> routinely. Yeah, because, and and like their shitty little managers who are like the customers are always right. You're fucking wrong. Yeah. The customers are like never right. Like unless these people are coming in with coupons and price matching and shit. It's like sorry. This is what we got on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Like, you you don't go to Marshalls or Winners or HomeSense to be given, like, a private, bespoke, you know. Experience. When you go to, like, yeah, yeah. like, someone's showing up with a fucking glass of bubbly and private music and you get your own shopper to help bring all your shit to the front. Mm-hmm. No. You're, <laughs> these people are trying to make ends meet, trying to make an honest living, and you're showing up with all these expectations. Yeah. Back off. And also, like, holy moly. like amidst still being in a pandemic um like retail staff is at an all-time low right like that's been a in a an issue this entire time it's still an issue i feel like everywhere i go that's retail like you know they're understaffed so like i really feel for them um thank god they're not demanding fucking vaccine passports at the local retail stores like there would be no business anywhere hey but you know sorry speaking of that i had a thought this week just the one this one thought yeah just one um (laughs) instead of doing lockdowns right yeah which which people don't want to do i want to make sure i articulate this properly um Demanding the vaccine passports is going to drive away some business. Yep. Right? And mm-hmm. so the businesses can still stay open, 
like mm-hmm. restaurants and service industry and whatever anywhere sure. that like i think you have to take your mask off is pretty much where they're asking for these passports to be reviewed i think like like a restaurant or yeah yeah, yeah. like you're taking yeah. your mask off so we just want to make sure whatever um but the government can get away with not having to do not having to enforce lockdowns and yet still they're hampering businesses and i don't I don't think it's intentional. I don't think they're like, ha, 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 we'll screw over the restaurant industry again. But um, I think they've neglected to reflect on how this is going to impact businesses again. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that was just my thought. I was like, is this intentional? Or are they just like, you can stay open, but we have to enforce all these rules. And so it's up, it's up to you. You know, it's up to you. Like... I don't know. I think giving people back the power, but at the same time, like it still sucks. <laughs> it's it's probably a little cynical, but I think that it's now being used as a a political pawn tool. to encourage yeah tool to encourage people to get the vaccine. A hundred percent. And I mean, hundred percent. Like you, you're you'll find numbers to support either side of the argument whether the vaccines work or don't work. Yes. Um, yeah. But for some reason, the governments have all decided that the only metric that matters, because we don't even hear about hospital beds anymore. You barely hear about deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want to know how many people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and Unless and, you live in Alberta. And, well, and I mean, to be quite honest, those numbers aren't even shocking. They, they talk about the death rate in Alberta being four times that of the rest of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like Canada is one point something in a hundred thousand deaths from covid so manitoba is three to four point something deaths in a hundred thousand so when they say four times the death rate it's a very shocking comparison but the actual number is still super duper low okay but they're using it i think to get people to take the vaccine which i i don't agree with i think I think we should stop forcing people. Like people have made their decisions. Yeah. Let's let's get on getting on. Like is with is this is this a matter that will only be settled when we are one hundred percent vaccinated? Because it's never going to happen. And and even like in the states, they're talking about. Um, you know, there's I guess New York has got some big issues with healthcare workers. Yeah. Uh, and not not getting the vaccine and stuff like that yeah. and. I don't know. I think you there get are ways. You the vaccine like, for yourself. I feel like this is just, it's the thing. So. Yeah. And and honestly, like people make decisions. Yeah. Adults. There are consequences. And, and the consequences can't be imposed by your government. Mm-hmm. The consequences, you get COVID or, and you get sick or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I would I would argue the only difference, the major difference between New York and Canada is we have public health care and they have private health care. And so when you're paying into, when you're part of the public health care system, the public health care system uh, wants to try and function to provide the best service. And like, we have had issues with our medical system since day one. Uh, let's, let's not rose color glasses this whole thing. But um, I think they're just trying to save their own ass, so to speak. Oh, 100%. Because they, they, they're like, they're, if less like, people get COVID, then we don't have to worry about 
the ICUs and the admissions and the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that's how they're thinking about it in the immediate. But it's like, now that COVID is here, how, how do we look at this from a forever? Well, and that's the thing. Like, what we're not talking about is... So there are states, for example, that have had almost no response to COVID. Okay. Florida, for example, there's no mask mandates. Yeah. I think they were barely shut down. Yeah. Um, and you're not hearing about it in the news. And I don't know if this is the news cycle Anymore. thing or not. Anymore. They were in the news for yeah. a while. But um, I don't know. By all accounts, by everything that's important to the media, nothing bad's going on there because they're not talking mm-hmm. about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um Where is it going? And with some this? states do. Were you gonna say like some states are mandating things and like no? I was like living with COVID. I can't remember I can't remember what it was. Fuck. It was probably not a very good point anyway. Oh. The the, well. the the way we've been approaching COVID has not been oh, that's what it was. It's it's not because I don't think mm-hmm. that there are many politicians out there, mm-hmm. this side of the border or southern who actually care about the impacts of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're doing things with a view to be seen, to do something about COVID. Okay. They're much too afraid to say, I don't think we need to do anything about this. Um, the other side of the coin is we are talking, this is what my original point was going to be. We're talking about ICU beds and hospitals and our response to COVID. And it takes such a huge amount of the spotlight that we're not talking about all the higher order effects of shutting down hospitals, shutting down surgery, shutting right. down non-essential care, shutting down, you know, even entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like when you put people, especially through the winter at home with nothing else to do, like the, the teen suicide hotline hadn't seen this kind of business in years. Mm-hmm. There, I can't remember the exact stats, but it was hundreds fold higher yeah. for people calling in with like it's serious mental health issues and teens. Like it's the teen suicide hotline. Yeah, because they're really at their sad. social, they're at, like, they're beginning their big social um, life, really. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, uh, what do you call it, like formative mm-hmm. chunk of their lives. Mm-hmm. But never mind the fact that, you know, elective surgeries or explorative surgeries or like critical care i don't know um, i could be making stuff up now i think all that stuff was put to the back yeah yeah was all put to the back burner it's like but some things that are elective are very important still mm. they just happen to be elective because they're not life-threatening or whatever right yeah so yeah yeah there's there's so many like sidebars about this this entire last two years in the medical system just like one subject alone medical system wise like you could go on for ages right like it just it's crazy it's it's pretty yeah it's and i mean we're gonna we're gonna feel and i'm not saying this is a in a in a shocking way or um or like a doomsday kind of way Mm -hmm. but we're gonna feel the repercussions of all these decisions that have been made for you know the next decade or two yeah. at least yeah and um just last week i heard about they're making rapid testing available 
like rapid testing kits available um, for parents to pick up. Now this was specifically through CHEO, so it was like Ottawa-based families that could gain access to it and whatnot. Um, but I, I was like, I think this is really important because how many people, like Cassie for example, want to take their kids to a testing facility, even if it's a drive-through thing. Um, apparently these kids are gentle, so the actual way that you do the test isn't as, like, aggressively, um, as, as the test you would go do at one of these yeah. centers. Um, and, like, they're, they're like, oh, you put your name on a list, and then you pick a, a window to come pick it up, and then you can come pick it up. And they're like, we're gonna have this many available this day, this many available that day, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like final fucking lee because how many parents this whole time would have killed to be like hey i know my kid doesn't have covid i can go mm -hmm. do things with other people yeah speaking of the health mental health piece in this whole thing but then at the same time only because i'm listening to toronto news now because that's like <laughs> <laughs> that's like i guess the the big local stories um there's like the toronto school board wants to make wants to make vaccines available from for five to 11 year olds and i'm like they haven't been approved yet like pfizer and moderna and all the other companies and the ministry of health have not approved them for people under 12 years of age why is the toronto district school board or whatever trying to like overthrow the decision-making so, process just and 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 then they're interviewing parents and the parents are like if my kid but who's aged between 5 and 11 has to take the vaccine she's like i'm not pu i'm not putting them in school like it's not approved medically for them so pfizer pfizer just finished whatever trials okay and they're going to seek uh, emergency use authorization or whatever it's called yeah uh, within the next coming week. So I'm wondering if that was just the Toronto School Board trying to get a jump on uh, the demand like for those vaccines. Once, if it's approved, we will allow this to happen kind of thing. Is that what you're saying? No, like, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. So if, 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 if there's a huge demand for the vaccine, mm -hmm. which I don't think there will be, like no. the people who've gotten the vaccine, it's like, I was like, what's in the office? Like, if you don't have an iPod by now, you don't want one. <laughs> like, if you don't have a vaccine by now, you don't want yeah. one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So pump the brakes here. Because, yeah, I mean, 5 to 11, I think uh, I think that's a little, I don't know. Like I said, I it's, it's not been approved. I feel like if these things, like you said, go through trials, medical trials, and the research and the evidence shows that it's safe, then we can talk about it. But why are we even talking about it right now? I feel like you're creating anxiety for people. Or I would be. If my kid was between 5 and 11 going to school and they were talking about this, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What? It's not yeah, approved like, for them. No. you can, No. Yeah. Give me your teacher's phone I'm going to have this conversation with you when we can. When it's it, it makes sense to do so. And right now it does not make sense to do so. Yeah. It's anyways. Mm -hmm. Um have you let's just do a sharp right turn here. Yeah. 
Have you got anything on your list? Oh, uh, I don't think so. I may have, I, I, I seem to recall maybe writing something last week, but it's entirely possible that I completely forgot to write it down. So, uh, you know, these things happen. Um, oh, <laughs> what made me think of this? I think I stopped Anson from accidentally stealing something at the store. Okay. Because he just grabs and tosses things in the basket. Right. right? Do your kids do that? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, they're just like, oh, so this. Kids shop. I'm like, no, dude, we're not buying, I don't know. And it's, it's he doesn't even know what it is half the time. And I'm like, this yeah, is disgusting. Yeah. We're not buying this. Anyway, he sometimes does that with the bags of chips as well. So I do that too. We know where his head's at. Yeah. Uh, have you ever stolen anything or gotten and or gotten caught from stealing said thing? Yes. Oh. And no. Okay. So, uh, a little known fact, they based the Ocean's 11 movie off of me. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I know. There is there a, is, a There is a statute statute of limitations, is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm still I'm still going to change names okay. uh, to protect my identity. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's a convenience store near where I grew up called it used to be called Schmalls Variety. Okay. And uh, or something of that nature. Anyway, they used to have all the candy on the shelf. Oh. Right right in front of the cash yeah. and I was looking around and I pulled one of these the, like, and ten I took cent a five candies. Yeah, well, this was a five cent Whoa. one. I wasn't ready for the ten cents Whoa. yet. I just, yeah, you know, you got to start small. You got to work your way up. Yeah. I was a smart crook. Okay. I wasn't going hell bent for leather just yet. So anyway, pop G. one of those. I feel like it was a fuzzy peach or something stupid. It popped out of my mouth, and I walked out of the store without buying anything. Just what a fucking straight badass. That's a sample. You took a sample. Yeah. People used to do yeah. that at Bulk Burn a bunch. Yeah, you know, the thug life chose me. I didn't choose it. <laughs> So nice. There was, and then there was. I used to work at a grocery store uh, called Smoncion's, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I, I worked the grocery department, which was great because we were the ones that stocked the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were always, uh, you know, back and forth between the store and the stock room and stuff like yeah. that. <coughs> and any products that were damaged couldn't be sold. So there's a section in the back. Where we put all the, I don't know what happened with it after the fact, but like, you know, dented cans, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They all went in the back. And um, in our apron, we had a box, we had box cutters, utility knives yeah. to open cases and stuff and restock the shelves. And sometimes you just walk by the chip aisle and, oh shit, how that bag get ripped open? open. And now I get all dressed chips for lunch. Oh, what a What a treat. So I did that a few times. Oh, and when I left, <laughs> this was like an intentional heist. I uh, I stole like a whole bunch of spits and jerky and <laughs> crystal light and stuff like that. Like I just left with a backpack full of crap. Oh. Yeah. Nobody like, asked any questions. No, no. Because you're like, and here's the thing people don't tell you about robbing people. Okay. You, gotta, you just, you just, you walk like you own the place. Like everything you're doing is normal. It's not out of character. Mm. People get shifty. People, people get nervous. They think as soon as someone looks at them, they've noticed. No, they just look to you because people's eyes are attracted to movement. It's the oh, same hey, paranoia up, you get from smoking yeah. Schweed. Schweed, yeah. 
Walter, if anyone can crack this code, good luck. <laughs> Those are the FBI guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I have... Uh, I'm trying to think if I've stolen anything, like, serious. If I couldn't eat it, I probably didn't steal it. Okay. Because you got to get rid of the evidence. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to go looking for all dressed chips. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I went through, like, this phase in middle school where <laughs> this I was, phase, like, yeah. yeah. I was, like, stealing stuff all the time. What were you stealing? With my friends. Uh, just, like, stuff that we couldn't With afford to buy. You actually were Ocean's Eleven. You guys were just like, oh, no. man. Look at those chalkboard erasers. Let's steal a bunch. Literally. Okay, no. Um, um, like, did you shoplift? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, clothes and stuff? I didn't do clothes because se- that seemed too, um, like, my parents would notice. Right. Through like CDs and shit. But if I stole little things like accessories or, um, I don't know, uh, stationery, things like that. Ooh, you badass. I feel like I I had an affinity for like gel pens and like those fuzzy Mm. pens and like pens with accessories on them. Yeah, chewy now. So chewy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So chewy. And then uh, like hair accessories, (laughs) shit like that. I don't know, just stupid stuff and uh yeah i got caught one time oh no the people you didn't go to the colin mcnaughton school of shop the people of zellers (laughs) 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 um had a really good security system it turns out and so oh no i didn't have anything on me but my friends did and i was um what did they call me an accessory. An accessory to the crime. So I got banned from the store for six months. And my dad <laughs> never let me live it down for the rest of my life, I'm pretty sure. That's impressive. I did not know this about yeah. you. Maybe that's why Jordan wanted to steal those Tostitos that one night. <laughs> just to see what it was like I to walk a mile on, in Jenna's shoes. And he got outside. caught too, so it's perfect. It actually makes sense. Yeah. He wanted to know what that fear maybe, felt like. Maybe it was me who stole the Tostitos. Oh, maybe you framed, and I framed it. it. The perfect setup. Because <laughs> we look so similar, you know, our physique. Mm-hmm. Same physique. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that's bad for. Uh, I mean, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so was that- so I learned my lesson though, because I stopped stealing after that. You stopped. Yeah. You, you went straight. Yeah. I did. I did. In that yeah. respect, I steal shit from work still all the time. Do you? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love, like, I try to get them to order good pens. So you can take them home. shitty fucking, yeah, plastic barrel pens with, like, they're, like, off-brand Bic. Yeah. It's just the worst shit. Off-brand pens, period. Just don't. Oh, it's, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, spend some money. Yeah. You're, it's like etching into a fucking stone tablet when you're using <laughs> those things. It's the worst. <coughs> oh, <coughs> sorry. Yeah. And the thing is, your pen. <coughs> oh. Good lord, Jenna. I think I'm I run a show I here. killed some dust. I apologize, everyone. Um, you write with the pen like six times, and then it stops fucking working. Yeah. And you're like, it's like all right, if we just been, bought been the slice. expensive pens. They would still be working. We would still be using them. We wouldn't be reordering them. I used yeah, to get just... so mad. The lady who did the 
stationary purchasing at my last job. She worked in the office manager. Uh, not quite. Like, she worked. Like, she worked in accounts receivable, yeah, and she was also in charge of the the stationary purchasing. So like business cards, paper, pens, blah blah blah. And she just decided to like cut corners everywhere. One year. And everybody got so mad. They were like, this paper falls apart when we print it. Because we used to print like <laughs> big invoices. Because a lot right. of our customers were like commercial, not commercial, but like uh, pro painters and and contractors, things like this. Um, and like the larger receipts detailed things more accurately for their records and ours right anyways and and she like bought this like it was like parchment paper thin shit (laughs) for us to print invoices on and everybody was complaining they're like what is this like even the customers and i was like if you feel so inclined like please contact this person this is her extension and please tell her how you feel because she won't listen to us (laughs) And then the whole thing with the pens, I was just like, we're not saving money because you're reordering pens every two weeks instead of every two months or whatever. And I was like, so you pay less, sure, but you're ordering them all the time. Yeah, and no one wants to fucking, like, I bought a pen. It's a nice little metal pen. Yeah. I bought it, I don't know, eight months ago, and I still have it. I haven't lost it huh. yet. There you go. Yeah. You care but, like, for you it. You buy those shitty ones. Yeah, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, where'd this pen go? Thank God it's gone from my life. Yeah. Let me get a better pen. It was pen. weighing me down. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Sa- same thing with, um, like, highlighters would dry up, and Sharpies wouldn't <laughs> write on anything, because they were all the off-brand, and I was just like... Oh, my God. I learned my lesson working here. I'm just always going to buy the name-brand shit, and then you don't have to buy it 18 times. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why? That's um, all I had. Um, sorry. Why what? I was going to say, like, what, what was the, the thought behind this are you a thief question? Oh, I feel like I was... Uh, at a store with Anson and he was just like putting things in the cart and I was like what if like I feel like if I stole something as an adult it would be an accident and I feel like I'd do the same thing my mom used to do and bring it back and be like my kid took this I'm sorry yeah I'm so sorry she had to do that with Sean a number of times (laughs) yeah a little klepto yeah we um I just remembered uh, Cassie stole from Schmikea once. <gasps> yeah, we were doing the automatic checkout, and there's a, a bunch of stuff. And you know when you, like, in Ikea, if you have a cart, yeah, there's usually bigger items, so it's not, like, a nice, neat, organized little thing. No, it's usually some tomfoolery happening. Anyway, we ended up walking out of there without paying for a candle. <gasps> what, a, what a score. <laughs> a nice 99-cent candle. Yeah, I think it was like the equivalent of two hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. No one noticed. We It smelled better. Right, because it was free. Because it was free. Literally yeah. the commercial from Ikea where they're like, start the car. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Happened. We got to the car. I was like, did you pay for this? 
And she's like, I don't know. She's like, whoa. Thief. I thought it did, yeah. but now I'm I'm second guessing myself. Hey, you you're a family lady. You can't go to jail. Family lady. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like I would just I don't know. If the security guards walked towards me as I was leaving a store, I'd be like looking behind, like there's somebody else. It's not me. Yeah, I've been framed. I've I learned my lesson. Okay, long yeah. time ago. 20 you can check my years ago. Yeah. yeah. I can say that. They now. start calling you by your street name. You're like, <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a while. Ooh. Good times. Good times. Lil J. Yeah. Lil J. Yeah. So Banff. So Banff. Oh, there's a fuzzy on my microphone. Anyways. Yeah. That's all. That's all I got. Nice. Did we, uh. Yeah, we talked about the Ray Dunn and then the Harry Potters. That was all you had, yes? No? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh. I uh, I didn't have too much. Well, yeah. well, well, well. Um, yeah, no. We're, we're done? I think so, yes. Thank you very yeah, much, good. everyone, yeah, for no, listening. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Maddie for reaching out to us. Uh, yes. It, which just proves that we are reachable. Yes, so we continue to reach we out. Love the input. I feel like that was super, super insightful. Um, and now I know awesome. that J.K. Rowling fact checks herself as well. Yeah, which is is interesting. So if I ever have questions, I'm just gonna start googling. Yeah. What? It's nice said. to know that. Despite the fact that we end every episode like an awkward voicemail, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's good that people are still willing to participate. How, how do we? How do we leave? How do we say goodbye? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we we just got to do like a code. Yeah, like it, <laughs> like like lick your lips Start like doing, in the tapping office. Tapping like Morse code on the mic. Yeah. Yeah, we'll blink Morse code. <laughs> it's gonna get awkwardly silent, and then we'll just it'll end. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll be better when we can start recording this and putting it on YouTube. I'm experimenting with some cameras, so Ooh. we'll see. Yeah, the uh, the using the iPhone as a webcam hack did not work very well. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's a so it's a winner. Yep, yep, yep. But that's next bound. All right. Until next time. Until next time. Toodles. <laughs>